From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the very worst of 2021. I know that it's been a couple months, or a whole month actually, just away, whenever you listen to this, away from 2021. But still, I wanted to talk about the very, very worst films of that year. And it's been a pretty interesting year because the worst list and the best list have very easy-to-find targets. The best list that I'm going to be producing pretty soon, probably around February, has plenty of options i can definitely choose a lot of films from 2021 that can stand out to do that but there are plenty of films in 2021 that were pretty bad that can be on a worse list and i think that the problem with 2021 as a year in film is that a lot of films were mediocre so a lot of the great films and a lot of the bad films really do stick out very very much and the thing is that the worst films were debatable this year. Like, I would say that a lot of people were very angry at certain movies like Halloween Kills and would put them on their worst list. And I don't necessarily agree with that. Halloween Kills, in my opinion, wasn't a great movie by any means. But I don't think it's like a bad movie. I didn't think it was like the worst one either. And I think that a lot of people misunderstood where it was going. And I think that it's one of those movies where I'm going to call it the Redeemer Award. I always do this every other year where I do a Redeemer Award where I say like a movie that got a lot of people hating it and putting down their worst I don't agree with that would be Halloween Kills I think Halloween Kills wanted to try the slasher film genre a little bit differently they wanted to do a what if the community was the problem or part of the problem of why these types of villains keep showing up over and over again and I think it's a very challenging film in that respect but i also don't think it's executed all that well so i can see why people put it on their worst list but i don't think it deserves to be on there and i did notice that this year too a lot of the films that are just bad did not get a lot of box office because again we are living in the reality of covid19 box office so we only got one one billion dollar film from last year there's a lot of speculation that films like shang chi would have been a one billion dollar film but unfortunately, you know, COVID-19 happened, so we still have to live through the box office of a lot of films not making the money that they normally would. But I think this year in particular was the year where people, if they saw a movie that looked bad, they avoided it. And the sad thing is a lot of the trailers this year did indicate that a movie was going to be bad. Like Chaos Walking was a pretty bad movie. Adam's Family 2 was a pretty bad movie. Uh, Cosmic Sin and Old and Vanquish, they're all pretty bad movies with bad trailers they were just terrible and i think that that's why people avoided those films and why those films did really badly at the box office and those films did deserve the hatred that they got but i certainly would put those films towards like a 10 through 7 list 10 through 6 you know i personally do not think that they're in the top five worst films of the year they certainly would be candidates if the top five wasn't so bad but I think that this is a year where people voted with their money and were very selective about what they wanted to watch. So therefore, a lot of the worst films would not be making the money. So and I think that that's 
great. I would rather have people not have to watch bad movies because they would save some money and actually support great movies. It's a shame, too, that a lot of the Oscar contenders this year aren't making as much money because, again, COVID pandemic also is affecting the great movies. But I'm glad that the bad movies are being sort of shushed away. But let's get started. Let's talk about number five on my list, Thunder Force. Now, this is a superhero movie that showed up on Netflix starring Melissa McCarthy. And I got to say, Melissa McCarthy really needs to stop making movies with her husband. I feel kind of bad saying that because I know they love each other and I'm sure he's an amazing husband. I'm sure he's great everywhere else. But I feel like he directs a lot of movies in a way that is very immature and very thoughtless. And I feel like Melissa McCarthy is a very thoughtful actress and she knows how to perform and so she knows how to make these movies slightly better but thunder force was so exceptionally bad that it actually makes her look bad it makes it look like she's incompetent and incapable of doing these types of roles especially considering that she's going to be in the little mermaid pretty soon so the fact that she can't do something like this hurts her ability to do something like the little mermaid which is going to be bigger budgeted and just as risky of a property because it's a remake of an animated classic but in this case thunder force is just a really bad superhero comedy and octavia spencer come on like we really we're dragging her down too I feel like a lot of these actresses are so undersold that they have to make these bad movies just to keep on making money. And that's such a shame, especially considering that these two actresses are Oscar nominees in the case of Spencer, a winner. But Melissa McCarthy, she certainly can do better. And so I'm hoping that her husband could actually make some better movies for her. So again, number five, Thunder Force. Number four, Dear Evan Hansen. Now, I've tried, and you've heard me say this, I've tried to give this film the benefit of the doubt. I've tried really hard to not put this film on the list, but I was so depressed and unhappy and miserable watching this movie that I couldn't help but put it on it. And I was also blown away by how good the music was on this Broadway show that it actually hurts me to hear it in the movie because it's like this is these are good songs outside of this movie but it's badly done here it the songs themselves are sung in a way that doesn't fit anymore like it it seems kind of weird how there a lot of these songs are sung live and it's like yeah but TV audio is a little different from um, real life audio. So when someone sings something live in real life, it sounds different because there's not that microphone that filters it. Trust me, every voice you hear is filtered through a microphone to some extent. Even back in the day, the microphone gives you a representation of someone's voice. So if you hear someone's voice in real life, their voice might sound different than in a microphone or on the phone or whatever. So again, when the characters sing their songs live in Dear Evan Hansen, it doesn't sound that strong. In fact, it actually sounds a little weak. And I gotta be honest, I am so sick and tired of this film being defended by fans as being a great depiction of mental illness. It's not. It's actually harmful. And I think a lot of people who are mentally ill don't benefit from stories about them being bad people. And also just the fact that this, the conversation about suicide is so immature and unfunny. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you if I saw a movie where a character committed suicide and then they were rubbing their nipples in the next scene, I don't know. It's not even funny. Like, I even thought, wow, like, I would hope that none of the fans of this movie 
would ever become therapists because of it. Because I would want you to become a therapist because you're a compassionate human being, not because you saw this movie. And I met lots of people who say that this movie touched them in that way. No, I think it's bad. I think it's just a bad, terrible movie. And I just couldn't stop feeling so damn miserable watching it i was watching it with someone who also felt the same way they said you know what i have a friend who has autism and they said that they felt very embarrassed watching the movie because evan hansen the character was so unlikable which is a shame that the the fan base for this film features a lot of people on the autism spectrum and a lot of people who are mentally ill and i'm actually disappointed that maybe they don't get better representation than this and so they have to just kind of grab what they have and that's unfortunately unfortunate so you know what i tried with dear evan hansen i wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt for what it tried to do but i just can't do it and then number three, Space Jam 2. Now, a lot of people thought this was going to be my number one because I really hated it. And I got to be honest with you, it is that awful. It is a commercial film that's literally a commercial. It's literally a commercial for HBO Max. The Looney Tunes are no longer funny in this film. LeBron James is not even really trying. And just the fact that it's just a really badly produced film that makes you cringe a lot like i was embarrassed in the theater when i saw porky pig start rapping because i thought you know what i don't mind rap music in children's films because you know the original space jam had great rap music and great hip-hop music and so i can dig it but i don't like it when a when porky pig is the one doing it because first of all porky pig is a terrible rapper and just the fact that porky pig rapping is doesn't make sense in fact it sounds like what a 90s executive producer thinks kids would find cool today and guess what i'm not a 90s kid and i'm not a kid from the 2000s i'm not a child anymore so what makes them think i'm going to find that appealing what makes them think that any child born today is going to find that appealing first of all the music's not even that good so it's disappointing that a space jam music has bad music in it it's just the fact that this is like literally the coffin for the looney tunes right now it's sad that the looney tunes have had a difficult time making films recently that this is what they came up with it's actually kind of sad that back in action did not get the love that it deserved because that should have been the the path that the that the looney tunes should have taken not this film this film right here is not the path that i would give the looney tunes and you know what it, I get that it was somewhat of a success, so it might get a sequel, but I'm really hoping that the people making this movie learn to just not make bad movies. It is that embarrassing to watch. And I got to be honest, I didn't think anything was funny. And even the Chungus joke that I laughed at was more because I, I know what Chungus is, but I was laughing at the Chungus reference for a, a for a friend of mine because me and my friend have this like chungus like um inside joke so the one time i laughed in the movie was not even because the movie made the joke it was because i got reminded of something funnier and by the way don't show clips of a better movie in your movie because no one will ever forgive you for that just like that famous quote don't show a poster for a better movie in your movie in this case literally do not show clips for a better movie in your film and then number two, Home Sweet Home Alone. Just imagine a movie where you get to laugh at poor people for trying to fix their lives. That's it. It's not funny. 
it's also like really horrible just horrible just horrible in general what this movie's message is like it has this whole scene where the poor family wants to get this thing that they think this rich boy stole from them so they can get some money to save their house and we're supposed to laugh at them when they get beat up I don't think that's funny that's embarrassing and also just the fact that it's a terrible retread and it's not even remotely charming like the original and it's sad that the two main actors they have good chemistry please put them in a better movie don't make a sequel to this by the way home alone needs to just stop we don't need any more home alone films and i know that disney owns the rights to home alone so maybe they might do it again don't please do not it's not even good and i think this is a case where like they tried something new and it made the concept worse what what a shame we've been we've been saying do something new with this franchise and they did something new and it was the absolute worst thing they could have done with it embarrassing and number one karen we honestly should stop letting facebook memes or facebook slang become part of the movies like the fact that karen is just this really horrible commentary about race first of all it's not even funny and second of all like the acting is really bad and just in general like the whole film's commentary about a white woman who terrorizes a black family like that was already done in get out get out already had that intellectual like very thoughtful horror film about race that was what that film was famous for because it intellectualized that and also just the fact that get out in general understood racism from a systemic point of view not an individual karen got to complain about something point of view which is what karen is trying to do and also i couldn't even sit through it the whole way through i, I gave up halfway because i thought it was so embarrassing to watch but then i rewatched that later half and then i realized you know what it wasn't even worth it I thought it was bad. The trailer looked atrocious. And at first I thought people were just coming for the trailer because of they were sensitive. You know, I thought maybe a few white folks were sensitive about what the film was about. But in reality, it really was bad because the race commentary in it was dumbed down to the point of like stupidity. And also just the fact that something like get out already did this concept and better and jordan peele's coming out with a new movie pretty soon so if we're gonna have any more like films about white systemic racism then we would have those films but not karen karen is just a bad movie i would avoid it even if you think the concept sounds funny or you think it's gonna be like a so bad it's good movie it's not if anything i do recommend dear Evan hansen for that because it is trying so hard but it's such a miserable movie you need to laugh at it but honestly that's my top five worst films of 2021 um i don't recommend any of them so avoid them at all costs but if you're curious they are streaming somewhere i'm not it's your money at your discretion hey come back for more flicks and picks.